welcome to The Hive Podcast, a show that helps inspire you to pursue your passions and ambitions. My name is Jared Spink and I'm your host. I'm a photographer, videographer, and entrepreneur. Join me as I sit down with other entrepreneurs and creators to learn more about their process, how they've built communities around their brands, and the experiences they've had along the way. I hope that these conversations inspire you to pursue your goals. You're listening to The Hive Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hive Podcast. Thanks for listening or watching. As always, I really do appreciate it. If you're listening in Spotify or the Apple Podcast Player or wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, if you have a chance, you should go check out the video version of the podcast. It's a really cool behind the scenes of the actual recording of the podcast. I really think you would enjoy it. So go check it out. And as always, thank you to those of you that have supported the podcast and have bought me a coffee on my Buy Me a Coffee page. Uh, That link will be down in the show notes or the description of the video if you're watching. I really do appreciate it, and uh, I do love me a coffee. Well, I have a great guest in store for you guys this week, as always. This individual has been so supportive of the podcast ever since it got started over a year ago. This individual sends me messages on Twitter and keeps me motivated Without further ado, let's welcome this week's guest, Mr. Paul Feinberg. What's up, dude? <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, dude. You actually hear me this time. I can hear you this time. For you of uh, for those of you guys just tuning in, um, well, Paul and I were having some technical difficulties to start with, um, but we got it figured out, and uh, I- I'm just going to blame it on you, Paul, but we're all good. Just blame it on my home internet like Dobo always does. It's all right. <laughs> so Paul is also known as Producer Paul from Drone Brews. Paul... I really appreciate all the support you have um, shown me through the last year of the podcast. I can't even remember initially how we got connected, actually. I, I honestly think it was just Twitter, and I believe I somehow came across your actual YouTube channel through a video, and I don't know, I'm I'm kind of like, I try to make my rounds all across YouTube, and I found out that when I started being a creator myself, how like it how helpful it is for people to comment so then i started just i try to always comment on somebody's video if i watch it i mean sometimes i can't but i try to make an effort as much as i can no matter how big or small the creator is to just say hi so i don't know i forget how we met but we we always keep hitting it up on twitter which is like the best place for uh creators if you're not on twitter you just gotta you gotta get on it Definitely. Twitter is a fantastic place for creatives. It really is a great uh, creative community there on Twitter. And that's so true what you said, to take the time to comment and show support for creators of all sizes, especially when they're just starting out. And I think that really hit me. Um, And it's good to surround yourselves too, like with individuals that are kind of around the same size or starting around the same time of what you're doing, because you can really motivate each other and keep each other going. And we're going to talk about that later in the show. I think it's a great topic, how to stay motivated as a uh, a smaller creator or someone just starting out that hasn't really broken through the noise yet, or not really noise, because there's a lot of great creators out there. But how do you how do you break through that that gap when there's so much content to consume out there from fantastic creators? So we're going to talk about that. But first, let's get to know you a little bit better, producer Paul. So um, tell, tell, tell the listeners or the viewers, uh, about your channel and exactly what you do outside of drone brews. And then we'll talk about drone brews. Sure. So I, uh, I do run a camera channel. My, my motive is just kind of to inspire other creators that your future is whatever you make it, uh, kind of threw that off of my favorite movie of all time, 
Back to the Future. Uh, huge fan. I can pretty much quote the entire movie from start to finish, uh, which is I've done before. Uh, it's kind of crazy. But um, yeah, I mean, so and then uh, obviously my tagline is I will see you in the future kind of thing. So um, but I, I do mainly like camera gear. I'm a, I'm a real gearhead nerd. So like I, I could watch content about gear, even if I'm not going to purchase it, just because I'm, I'm very curious about camera gear, guitar gear. I'm, I'm a, I was a fellow musician before I even got into the photo and video community. Uh, so I don't know. It was just kind of interesting. I see, I noticed that a lot of people are that way. Like a lot of musicians end up kind of floating and hovering to the creative side of like video or, or photography. So um, I don't know. I guess probably just our creative, the creative side of our brains. Um, but so, I, I mean, I, I just was, a, was watching a lot of YouTube, consuming it, and it, that kind of drew my interest for video. And um, so one day I, I was watching DSLR Video Shooter, and, you know, I noticed he's a big Panasonic guy. I'm like, hey, that's what I got to get. So I told my wife one day, hey, I, I want to start doing photography. I kind of use that as more of an excuse, but my real thing was like video stuff. I can take some great pictures of the family, honey, with a Panasonic Micro Four Thirds camera, probably not the best choice for photography, but I wanted it for video, and uh, I got a G85, so, nice. uh, and then I just kind of started posting stuff randomly. I think originally when I did my channel, it wasn't really focused on anything. It was just like what everybody else does. I just created an account and start posting videos. I, I led worship and did some stuff, music at my church, so I'd post like videos of me doing various songs or me playing guitar, um, and I think some of that stuff is probably still on, in the, the old videos, but I, I think I kind of made a playlist for it and kind of unlisted most of that stuff. So it kind of revolves more around this newer photography, videography, gear niche that I'm kind of in. And honestly, I'm still modify. I'm still looking to figure out where exactly niche down I'm going to be inside of this big gear photography bubble. Um, I'm, I'm thinking maybe to try to focus more on my Sony cameras, which is now what I currently shoot on after using my Panasonic. I knew that the focus was going to be a downside, but once I picked up a Sony camera, I was like, I don't, I don't even want to deal with this, this Panasonic anymore. I, I went to like a Sony alpha event and that kind of changed my whole entire life, which yeah. was kind of around when I really started posting regularly on, on YouTube. Uh, I did a 30 day uh, Scott McKenna challenge. And I met a lot of fantastic creators through that. Uh, one of them, a close friend of mine, Say Park, uh, and we got to—we've actually got to meet up in person, uh, not just once but twice. Uh, one, he came down here during the challenge, and I so that was really cool. I got to meet him while we were still kind of doing this whole YouTube challenge, and then uh, obviously Sony Camera Camp, which we we probably will hit on later because definitely we're going to talk about Sony Camera Camp because that was probably a cool experience, and I think the last time Sony Camera Camp actually happened was the last one you went to right i think it was the first one and the last one actually they, okay i think they wanted to do it again but obviously the uh the virus hit us and yeah they didn't do anything last year so so we're, we're gonna talk about that i i do love your channel um let me see i have it pulled up uh <laughs> you have a lot of videos you, you've been you've been consistent You've done a great job. Aside the last three weeks, which we will get into when we get to the, the motivation part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that. But uh, what initially – okay, so you were watching D DSLR Shooter. You're watch consuming a lot of videos. What made you pull the trigger like, and want to start a channel and for the channel to be 
around camera gear. I mean, I know you're still trying to find your the niche within a niche, and I think right. that's what a lot of people are doing now because the camera space, the 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 content creator space of, for gear has gotten extremely crowded, and now people are focusing more on on niches. You know, you, you look at like. You know, I, I bring them up all the time, but you know, Tom Buck is doing a fantastic job focusing on like what, like a one man production setup. Like it's a gear channel. He does a lot of reviews, you know, when, but when it I focuses thought, on Curtis just that. Good, I didn't think anybody else. Ooh, sorry. No, go ahead. Ripping you up. I just, I, I was, when you said that name, I'm like, well, yeah, that's a guy that I didn't think would actually like, I, I didn't know he could like kind of niche his way into his own little niche yeah. almost like when he, when I heard of audio, I thought of like Curtis Judd and then like he kind of push himself in into the audio spectrum but like more of like uh podcasts and live streams and then he and then he you know he does some video production one man production show type of stuff but so like so now when i think of audio i'm like okay well what kind of audio are you thinking about are you doing like a broad thing of microphones or are you trying to do more like production based microphones with like mr tom buck so it's it is very interesting that you brought that his name up yeah i mean it's cool seeing a lot of people find the niche within a niche and how the the genres kind of evolved over the last few years you've been doing a lot of stuff um, about lighting. There's not a ton of solo lighting channels out there. I can really only think of Tommy Calloway, right? Um, I do, I did a lot of lighting videos and it's, it, they're hard. They're hard to get views on. They are. Uh, and right. I, and I didn't necessarily do them because I wanted to get views. I just, I, whenever I find something like cool gear, I wanted just to make a video about it. And I, I would typically unbox it and it kind of got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to cut out all this unboxing because nobody, most people don't really care what's in the box. They just really want to care about what it looks like and how it performs. So going to the, like the meat of the question is like, why, why start a YouTube channel? What really was the motivating factor for you to start the channel to hit record? I just wanted an, a, I don't know. I, I saw like DSLR video shooter doing all these cool stuff. I saw, I mean, I was, I wasn't huge in the Casey nice at the time, which most people are. I would, I, I kind of found him later in life, like later in my like YouTube, like watcher career or whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's just, there was like Scott McKenna. I watched a lot of his videos and I was just very intrigued on just like having your life kind of on YouTube where you can kind of go back and look and see where you've kind of grown, grown. And I don't know. I, I like I said, I was a musician, and I was looking for just another creative outlet to kind of, you know, learn something creative. And I really always liked video and photography. So I would, I was a consumer, a YouTube consumer. I was consuming so much. And then I got to the point where I'm like, maybe I should try this for myself and just see how it works. It's really cool. I like to talk about gear. My wife hates listening to me talk about gear. So I can just do a YouTube channel talking about gear or whatever. And, uh, and then go from there and see what happens. So it wouldn't, you know, I, I would say when I initially got my camera, I ha I owned it for probably like a year and I had maybe made like a few YouTube videos, mainly of me, like, like playing my guitar or something like that. But it wasn't until the Scott McKenna challenge. It was two and a half years ago where he challenged, he was like, I'm going to do a, ch a new year's challenge and I'm going to challenge you guys to do a video every single day for 30 days. And I was like, that's it. This is what I got to do. I got to jump on this video, this challenge. Not only will I get like a lot of videos, just get me going to figure out how to like, you know, get into the flow of editing, but then I could, I, I can keep the momentum going and new, not necessarily upload every day, but 
then when I jump back to maybe a video a week or so, it won't, it will feel more relieving. Like I'm not like over, you know, pressed to like, oh my gosh, I got to get a video done every day. And I'll tell you what, that third days was not easy, was not easy at all. And I think my wife was going to kill me by the end of it, but she was, she knew that it was only for 30 days and she was very supportive of me. It's and uh, it's a good idea to do it. though, right? For like a, a, a newer creator, a it really gets you in the routine. It's really cool to see how much work it takes, you know? Yeah, it's awesome. I did uh, when I first started my channel. Um, I was doing once a week, and then in the summer I went to twice a week, and that was that was so hard doing it twice a week. It was so hard. I mean, just doing this podcast once a week can be difficult. Yeah. So posting a video every single day for thirty days. I mean, I love those challenges. And I, I want to do one, but man, I know how tough they are. That's awesome. What did you learn from doing that? Yeah, I mean, they're definitely, you got to figure out when you're going to edit. Like, I would be like filming during the day. And some days I might try to like slip in getting like two days worth of content or three days worth of content, at least filmed. And then at nighttime, you know, my wife would be watching like a Hallmark movie or something. I'd be sitting over there in the corner on the couch with my headphones on, you know, editing away. Uh, That's <laughs> it was, awesome. It was, it was rough. And I didn't, luckily at the time I didn't have any kids. So that was one other, one less thing that I had to worry about, you know? So it was just really just my wife and I at the time. So, yeah. So Paul, when first starting your channel, um, I would love to hear what were some of the difficulties or roadblocks that you hit along the way, um, that you feel like other people could relate to and what'd you do to get over them to actually get the channel going and to be you know, fairly consistent on your uploads. Well, like I said, it's just really just putting your mind to it and you can accomplish anything. But um, just, you know, just doing it, like saying, all right, I'm going to definitely post, you know, whatever your goal is. I'm going to do a video a week. So I always tell people just to start off easy. So if you think you can do a video a week, do a video a week. If you think you can do a video every two weeks, just do it. Just get started because the, the more you, if you really want to do it and you don't, then you're just you need practice under your belt, and I'm not I'm not even saying I'm not, I'm not a good like super big professional at it or anything. I've been doing this for what like two and a half years, and I still have a lot of things that I can learn. But if I didn't start sooner than if I kept just pushing it back, then it's going to take me that much longer to get into the groove and learn it. And uh, so, and obviously, just getting out there and practicing your craft. Another huge thing that got me over over the hurdles, obviously, is because of that challenge. I made built some relationships. And I have like, you know, a number of people, uh, both on Twitter and on my like tel cell phone, I could be like, yo, man, you know, other creators that I've kind of been friends with. And they, they kind of help me in those times when, you know, I, I need some motivation. I can just pick up some, you know, phone call and, and text somebody and kind of pick their brain on either gear or video or how things are working for them. And then I try to apply it to myself. Another thing that I, I have to do, but I, I, I've been still like, I could probably make more videos on my own if I were to stop watching as much YouTube as I do. That's that's the other thing is you got to kind of find that like balance where you're not consuming too much and and make an effort to actually push forward. So uh, I had to cut back a little bit on some of the content that I watched so that I can make my time for myself to actually make content. So there's a, a few sacrifices there. And then just finding, you know, you don't want to neglect your family. I don't tell anybody to like do anything like that, but you got to kind of talk through with your spouse or your family and the expectations like, Hey, I really want to get one video done on a week. Can we like figure out a time that works for everybody to, to help make that happen? So, you know, like my wife and I, my wife knows every Wednesday night I'm doing the stream with Dobo. So just uh, 
plan to you know be on your own for dinner or whatever and and uh so yeah you know, Wednesday nights are already really busy for me so that but, yeah that's so true um it, it's definitely been a beneficial for me too like when when you have a spouse to be able to communicate I mean in any relationship being able to communicate is good but especially when you know you're doing this at home and home is typically you know your family time but to be able to communicate that like this is important to me you know, thank you for your support. This is why I'm going to be doing this. That That is definitely a must for any couple, you know, if one of them's a creative, if not both, to communicate when you're going to be doing Absolutely. stuff. That is so important. But also going back to what you said about, um, not, like, building those relationships when you're first starting. I think a lot of people are worried about what they're, what others are going to think about their videos. Like, they're just going to be crap and and well, they are when you first start out, right? Like we can all say like our, our first video no are you know? junk, right? Accept that and accept that everybody's been there as well, right? So there's going to be a lot of supportive people that are going to help you along the way. And so don't let that hold you back. And then another point you brought out, I think is fantastic is having to cut back on consuming content, right? We all consumed content and it got us to the point where like, Hey, this is cool. Like I want to do this, but then you fall into that trap where you're consuming so much content. Well, one, you're not making the time to make your own content when you're doing that. And then two, when you consume too much content, especially when it's a similar genre of what you're wanting to create, it really can make you start to second guess you, what you're going to create. Like, I can't do it that well, or man, they already did that. And I wanted to do that. And what am I going to do now? You got to, you have to cut back until you can start being consistent and you build that confidence. Um, I think cutting back is such a smart thing to do when you're initially starting out. It, It definitely is key. So you started your channel, you built some relationships. At what point did you get connected with Ken over at the original Dobo channel, which Ken's been on the show. He's got a fantastic channel that is essentially all about drones and a great live stream uh, that you help produce that you are a producer, Paul um, on <laughs> Wednesday nights, man. It is a great show for anybody who wants to go check it out. If you're into dr- drones and you feel like sitting back and having a beer or having some whiskey, or in my case, when I was on the show, I had beer and whiskey. <laughs> it was, it was a or, great, or me just, just make fun of me. I don't, I don't even usually drink on the show, but, uh, <laughs> it was a great you, time. Get me over here in the Tesla water. Uh, water how whatever, did you but. and Ken get connected and how did you, um, find yourself helping him producing drone brews? Yeah, that's, uh, so I, I was got connected with another follower subscriber and also he watches a lot of other video related content his name is brad fogel and um i'm uh i work in the education system so um i have a like a email address for the school system and so i i use that to sign up for a b and h edu program and um he was you know he was we were messaging back and forth and he's like is there any way maybe you could like help me get this camera for like a cheaper discount i said yeah actually so i he paid me the money i bought him uh brad that this is brad uh a sony a6600 and a 16 to 55 millimeter lens to get started um and he's if you're watching this brad you you still need to get consistent man but um yeah he he uh he 
he started posting stuff for Christmas and kind of that. He has an interesting uh, niche. He's like a truck driver. But uh, anyway, so I bought him the stuff and uh, we were meeting to meet up. So I was waiting for him. I had it in my house, just kind of waiting to uh, for him to make a truck drive down to Orlando. And I've been I met. I started watching Dobo's channel and we were twittering back and forth. And he's just a real like open genuine person you know he's he's he loves meeting people he's definitely a people person uh even though he you know sometimes acts really? like he's not really he, he, he is, really is. <laughs> he's a he's he's a people person i mean he he puts on a, an, a really hard eggshell but this guy has a heart of gold don't let anybody think you know he he sometimes puts on a front and says this is how i am but he he is that way but he also i he has a really soft heart like i don't know he is anyway, he is so, a great I'll, guy i've had some great conversations with him so I know I know and what so, you're trying um, to say. Just on Twitter, you you wouldn't guess that he's a people person. <laughs> right, right. Well, Twitter or you know, sometimes on the show he goes a little rambunctious, but I think sometimes that's the alcohol and him talking, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll let it slide. But um uh, <laughs> so anyway, we we uh finally I'm like, all right, he said I'm coming to the town this time. We met up and in we asked Ken if he would have wanted to join us. So he came out. We we all met somewhere in the vicinity of us. We had a great time. We unboxed his camera. The video is like on my channel for whatever. And that was my first night meeting Ken in person. Other than that, I was just watching his channel and twittering him back and forth. Well, we got connected, got our, we got, we transferred our numbers to each other and we've been texting like crazy ever since. And then one night on, he had like a live stream or something like that. He was giving away stuff and I kept throwing him questions that he was trying to like, what am I going to do to, you know, give away? And I'm like, here, ask this, ask this. And he's like, dude, you just need to like help me. Can you come on and help me? Like it'd be great if you could just come on the the stream and just just help with answers and stuff like that. Like just help me. Just just be another person. He's like I see other like Ken Heron stream. He's got like a, a regular like co-host, and I'd love to just try it out and see what happens. And so um, we we started that, and I don't know. People just kind of tended to connect with the producer Paul. They always want, they wanted more producer Paul. I don't know. I, I think his his uh, subscriber base are just a bunch of genuinely nice guys. There's a lot of those guys, Eddie Nunez, a lot of those guys, uh, just just huge, huge supporters. But um, Fly High West, Con- I, I could start naming off a ton of people. But um, and so that kind of started that relationship. We would just text regularly, and we kind of he would ha- he would just call me up, and he'd be driving to a, like a real estate shoot, and just ask me a few questions about the channel, and then he missed like i said i need more help from you can i would just i would just like offer up hey you want me to make something for you i don't care i'm like i got plenty of time here I'm at my desk i got you know some minutes to burn as i'm waiting for tickets to come through so he i would just make start making him like little thumbnails artwork whatever and um and then then one day he, he gave me rights to his youtube channel he's like you know what i'm i might be crazy but i'm gonna give you some like editing rights to my channel so he like let me like i would go through and, and change all the descriptions to like make him look more presentable because you know he's he's so a busy dude he's got a lot of stuff going on and i just would i went through and just made it look a lot more pretty i guess what do you say you know, put those little you know emojis in there and make it look more presentable and anyway so he would just do stuff like that and he kind of that shows that he really trusts me because i could like take down his channel in like one day easily um uh but now you know now we have we have it a little more secured originally he just he added me like my personal email in there and and now i have like a, a custom original dobo email address that you know i handle some of his email if he doesn't want to contact somebody he'll 
send it to my send it my way and let me rip them a new one but uh, (laughs) for the most part i just we just you know i just help them out here and there not as much as heavily as i used to but we we still i still help around with this channel a little bit here and there and uh, i'm doing a lot of videos with him now so i don't know that was it was a really cool relationship it really just started from twitter and it kind of grew once we met in person and and that's where, here, here's where we are today. Yeah. And it never would have happened, right? If you hadn't really put yourself out there with starting your channel and getting involved in the creative community, right? That's, it's awesome. I mean, exactly. Cause he wanted to help. He was like wanting to help me in any way to grow. Like he's, you know, I, I, I don't know where I was at when I met him, but I, I think I was like the lower 200s or something like that. And, you know, I'm at 800 and it's, it's not a big number by any means, but it's not small. And I, definitely couldn't be where i'm at today without ken's help yes i help ken and his channel but he helps me daily really because he he i think i talk to him at least once a day if not you know a few times a day through text but he helps me in my in my in this journey that of trying to be a content creator and and so i, I can't i can't thank him enough uh, so, I mean, if there is that, so. Yeah. And it just goes to show you, it's not about the size of the channel, right? It's about what you can offer to people and your subscriber base. And here you are, right? Like you said, around 200 and you're helping a, a larger channel because he could see the value that you bring to your current subscribers. And he wanted help with his channel. I think that's fantastic. And it, it's not always about the size of the channel and the numbers. And I think a lot of us get held up by that. But let's right. not forget about what you can do. And you do a fantastic job helping out, you know, the live stream. I mean, the 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 backgrounds and the thumbnails and everything that you've created are absolutely top notch. And I look up to it and strive to get to that point because you guys do a fantastic job on the live stream. And you really do set yourselves apart on the live stream having like a a host, a co-host, a host, a producer kind of like vibe going because there's not too many live streams like that. Most live streams are put on by a solo person producing it all themselves. And then they may or may not bring on someone else at times, but you guys, it's always you two. It's like, it's like listening to a radio show and it's absolutely (laughs) fantastic. I mean, and the banter that you guys have, you know, you guys are, I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> the yin and the he's like the yin and so that's what he, he described to me like people ask him like how do you get along with him he's like a christian boy and you're like a cursing like you know sailor guy and like how do you how do you get along together it's like i don't know he's like we're like yin and yang you got it you can't have you know an even match without the other side so i don't know it's it's hilarious so i mean we can always we can already see that by pursuing your goals a lot of opportunities to have open themselves up to you. Um, you've a lot of friendships, really. A lot of friendships. That is huge. I mean, I don't know. I've met, made so many good friends. It's hilarious because my wife will, you know, she'll, she'll hear the phone go off. All right. Which, which one is it? Is it, is it, is it Kyle from, you know, from Minnesota? Is it Ken? Which, which boyfriend is with texting (laughs) you right now? (laughs) Well, let's, I want to, I want to kind of transition, but still talk about the benefits that, that come from pursuing your goals and and not holding yourself back from fear or lack of gear or whatever. Uh, Another opportunity was to be able to go to Sony camera camp, the first one and the last one as of right now, and, and meet a lot of the creators that you were watching on YouTube 
and got to hang out with them and ask them a ton of questions and learn from them. So tell me about that experience. First of all, like, how did you even get into camera camp? That's fantastic, man. Well, I don't, I saw the video. Um, I think it was, uh, was Jenna and she was, you know, her and her sister were kind of fronting it with, with, uh, Sony. And so I was like, man, I could do that. I, I, I was already, um, kind of a part of the, of the of Sony events page because I started really getting into Sony cameras. And I, I think before Sony camera camp, I just had got my a seven three. I was super excited to get it. Uh, a buddy of mine, he like flips gear and he was like, I'll just sell it to you for what I got it for. And so I, I got a really good deal on it and got rid of my Panasonic and went full Sony. So I was already on the page and I don't know. I just, I just signed up. I'm like, I'm like under a hundred subscribers. There's no, there's no way that I'm going to get picked for this, but you know, whatever. And lo and behold, I get, I, I get an email. Now I did, I, I told some, some guy that um, his name is Quay and he, uh, he, has a coffee shop down here he's a sony ambassador but he does a lot of events for sony so they kind of hire him i think to to do a lot of those events well i didn't know this but he was hired to also help with sony the camera camp uh him and a team of guys so i messaged him on instagram i was like hey man look what i just applied for hopefully i get in maybe i get to go you know we'll get to go and he just is like I don't know, maybe. And then, you know, like, you know, whenever a month later, when they start, they send out the emails, you got picked it. I was like, no way. So I call up my friend, say park. Cause I told him when we, we had, we both applied. I was like, dude, did you get, the, did you get an email? I got one. He's like, yes. I'm like, yes, we get to, I get to meet you again. You know, like I was just like super excited, you know, and I'm thinking like, oh my goodness, I'm going to meet a lot of YouTubers. I get to stay there over the weekend. And then you go through the email and it's like, it's, you're invited for like one day, uh, sun, Sunday from, so-and-so time to the end of the day it wasn't like you're getting like like a, a cabin or anything on the premise you had to get your own hotel off the premise so the, the event itself was free but you had to pay for airfare um your own hotel any rental car if you needed to get one so you know i i <laughs> we it was a little bit different than we thought but i didn't care i was still it was still a, a great experience for me i didn't think i was originally going to be able to go because my wife, uh, her, my father-in-law had some health problems that kind of like popped up right before camera camp. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to be able to go. I'm not, I'm not, but originally my wife and I were going to go together. It was like, and, and I was, you know, she really wanted to see the Montana area. And so, um, I was like, oh, I can't go. And then my wife said, you've done a lot for, uh, like the family, please just go. I'll watch, you know, I'll watch Kyson and you just go have fun at camera camp. And so I was like, really so i'm like all right thanks honey so you know i i i I, I don't know i never really go anywhere without my wife it was kind of weird but kind of exciting weird and exciting at the same time but um so i get on a plane i fly up there and we finally meet up with say park and we got a room like a shared a room together so to make our trip a little bit easier we also split like a a rental car and then we had got upgraded to a truck because they didn't have the car which is it was (laughs) they're like you want a minivan or a truck well uh the truck please we'll take the truck um and so um but we met i met a mike from unbox warehouse which has also been on your show before. which you put us um, in contact so thank you because mike mike yeah. at unbox warehouse is fantastic he was a great guest so we both got there early and it was like a it was we were trying to like get in there get in there before like anybody else but like they're all they were like it was like barricades with security guards you couldn't get in unless you were like the big hype 
big YouTubers, you know, they, they get to stay over the weekend for free and all this stuff. And they're doing their own thing. And we like saw a bus of them like leaving as they were letting us in. It's like, oh, I thought we were supposed to be hanging out with those guys. And they're going off to where? Oh, oh, they're going to the the uh, Gla- National Glacier Park. Oh, now. But it, it was it was fun. We got they some of the big YouTubers didn't end up like uh going on on a lot all the excursions i just wanted to kind of sit back relax so the first youtuber that i ran into actually i believe was gerald dundun that guy is way taller than you see him in his videos and he's a really skinny dude he, he i think he's buffed up a little bit since uh i saw him but and he cut his hair off when i saw him he, he still had the long hair but um yeah he uh i met him and he i was like i was like hey gerald what's up he's like you know just 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 chilling i, I didn't want to get he i wanted to kind of t- a day to kind of relax and sit here but and just enjoy the resort area so he's like i'm just i'm just relaxed and i didn't go with all the guys out to nationals you know the, the park and i was like wow so i got to meet him a little bit and then we were going into the gear rental place and i ran into becky and chris and i'm like oh my gosh you know like all these big youtubers that you know you're like you f- you feel like you're meeting celebrities as like a big watcher and then you start meeting and talking to these people and they're they're pretty much just like you and i you know they're they're just you know really talented people making videos online and they just end up getting blown up and, and getting a name for themselves and building a business around them and but they're just like you and i so it's not like you know they're i don't know so it was that was a really cool experience um and i met like armando from mondo bites him and i i had a, I have a little joke with him he he's like you want to go you want to go talk and let's just get a drink from the bar and have it you know i'm like so we were we were chatting and drinking i'm like oh, i've never drank this before i don't even know what, he, what, he, what, we, what i got but you know, we're just walking and then all of a sudden you know something somebody somebody came up and said something to me and it kind of de- i felt really terrible like we were in the middle me him and i are in the middle of like talking about gimbals or something and his and a little bit about the channel and and uh somebody came up and like totally derailed me and like like <laughs> almost like took me away from i don't even i don't even remember what happened there and uh uh i eventually went back to him later and was like sorry about that bro i don't know what the heck happened there but uh i, I met a lot of really great you know like so Sydney DeYoungson is like my favorite YouTuber essentially other than you know Ken's like my buddy I, I kind of consider him like a work pal I don't know but uh Sydney DeYoungson uh I I really love his channel I just I don't know I connect with his personality his sense of humor and he's a huge Back to the Future fan as well so um I was super excited to meet him like I got to have dinner with he was at my dinner table like he sat across from me and I just got to like listen to him and down to earth like just regular conversations a little bit of camera gear talk a little bit of youtube talk a little bit of like just life in general and and like all these people you just realize they're just like i said they're just like you and me yeah it was it was really cool experience as a, a really cool experience being able to meet a lot of people that make fantastic content learn a ton from them um but still kind of like balanced and down to earth realizing that they're just like anybody else right you everybody wants to make a, a not everybody, but a lot of people these days want to make a, a career out of YouTube. And it's it's great to see that it can actually happen and, and see that in action at camera camp. And a, another example of a great opportunity that opened itself up to you that would not have happened had you not started your channel, most likely. So let's talk about that, about the fact that you meet all these fantastic creators at camera camp and you realize, right, they're, they're just like you and I. So Right. I I think that's a great transition to a topic I wanted I wanted to ask you about is as a smaller channel, right? Someone that's been doing it for two and a half years, 
a, a lot of people would view success on YouTube by solely looking at the numbers, the amount of subscribers, the amount of views. Are you making money from the channel? But when it comes down to it is how many subscribers do you have, right? So what right. what keeps you motivated as a smaller channel, someone that's been uh, doing it for a while and haven't broke through that that barrier yet to you know those those higher numbers of those people that have built businesses around it. What keeps you motivated, Paul? I, I think that is a your insight on that. I think would be great for a lot of people that are starting and that have smaller channels and help them realize it's a grind, but you can still have fun doing it. It's it's not all about the numbers. What keeps you going? Yeah, I mean that's when you think about it, you know it's not all about the numbers, like you said. And at the end of the day, like I'm not, I don't want to belittle any subscribers because, like I, subscribers, we need you just to get all the you know, the, the, the milestones to checked off the box. And a lot of, honestly, a lot of the times the, some of the, most, a lot of the subscribers that are really dedicated are need to be subscribed to hit that notification bell so that you can actually know when the video posts, but like, yeah, like these days, YouTube will push your video out, whether you're subscribed, somebody subscribes to you or not, it kind of learns what the kind of content that you like and YouTube will push it out to people. So, I think the uh, subscribers matter, but they also don't. It's it's more of like a like you said, like a numbers game, right? So you, it's just like a oh look at me, I got like you know look how many subscribers I get. But at the end of the day, it's really the content that you put out, and it will you you'll know by the watch time essentially, like how long are people watching this? How many views is this video getting? Do you have a ton of views and like? no watch time maybe that means that people you had something interesting and they clicked on it and they went off but anyway i'm at the end of the day those were really meant those if you want to like number those numbers are what really matter however for me like i'm not even there yet on in either the one of those yet in my opinion I, like i just i still have a lot of growing to do in that and what does it keep me going i i the relationships that i built with people the relationships keep me going. I love the relationships I've built. I built a lot of, you know, stuff on with people. And another thing that keeps me going is this, it's just a way for me to like get out of the box and and use my creativity and, um, you know, I don't know. It, it's another release, I guess. You know, exactly uh, right. So it, it really that that you nailed it right there. What I think keeps uh what keeps me going at least too right is it's it's just a release it's a it's an outlet you know i grew up i grew up surfing all the time right going out once maybe twice a day almost every single day what was the point of that i wasn't going to be a pro surfer you know i wasn't going to go compete right. with kelly slater i wasn't going to go catch waves at jaws right but <laughs> it was a release it was something i enjoyed that i found fun and relaxing and i think you know I think a lot of people put too much into the numbers and forget that most of us got into this, most if not all, because it's a hobby. We love shooting stuff with cameras. We love making videos. Absolutely. We love taking pictures. I love having conversations and, and working on podcasts. It's just, it's a hobby. It's fun, right? It, it's right. not all about and the numbers. And I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun because if it, the instant it becomes not fun, it turns into like a job. And that's kind of like the difference really between, you know, me and you know i don't know so, so eventually some of these people put their livelihood and their job and they're building a brand around it and they kind of have to continue if they want to at least continue doing the job that they're doing right but when you can like find that like magic where you're you know 
you love doing it, you would do it whether it was you're getting paid to do it or not. Then when you start getting paid to do it, you're like, whoa, I'm getting paid to do something that I love. Or like the way I view it is I love, I would love for my hobby to pay for itself. But at the end of the day, I would still be putting in money of my own money in, into the hobby. But, you know, it, it's, you know, if it doesn't, that's that's fine. If it does, wow, that, that would be amazing, you know. Of course, we all want to, the hobby to pay for itself. We want the gear sponsorships to come in. We want brands to work with us. It would be cool, right? But at the end of the day, you know, I'm still going to enjoy my camera gear. I'm still going to be a camera gear nerd. Uh, I'm still going to go out and try to make my craft better. And that's the other thing, too. What what keeps me going is I know that if I keep going, I'm going to be better. Like, if I only picked up my camera whenever we went on a family trip or, you know, for a birthday party or, you know, any of these like special events, I'd, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that great. You know, it would take me, I mean, I've been doing this for two and a half years and I still feel like I got a ton of work to do. Uh, so if I only picked it up, not nearly as much as I have just for YouTube, then I would be, I'd be a terrible shooter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. And I mean, that, that was the whole point I wanted to drive home is the fact that when you start and you start getting maybe down on yourself because you, you, you don't feel like you're having success at your channel. You don't feel like you're hitting the numbers you should be hitting. You feel like you should be doing better. Don't forget why you started. You started because it was a hobby because you found it fun. And just remember that, you know, when you get down yourself, remember you're doing it for fun. At the end of the day, this is fun. You don't have to do it if you're not right. having fun. You don't have to do it. Right. Um, but I, I, and I've, I talked to other creators like, uh, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give something a little bit away here, but Kyle Watts is another creator that I, I talked to and, and man, that guy has, I've, I found him when he was like under a hundred subscribers. I don't know how I found one of his, Oh, my charging station. I, I found his charging station video. I'm like, dude, this guy is crazy. Wow. He has a pair of Nike air mags from back to the future in his background. That is sweet. So I start, I, I commented and been commenting and I found him on Twitter and we, and he, we've exchanged phone numbers. And I mean, the guy, he texts me pretty much every day now too. And and it's really cool that I was kind of encouraging him because he was like smaller than me. And now he's blown past me, which for good reason, like, and, and I don't get my feelings hurt. Like uh, when, Oh man, that's not fair. He's been only doing this for like a year and I'm at like almost three years now. And he's like, just blew past me. Like, I don't, I don't feel that way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like super excited for the dude, you know? Uh, I, and I know that what, benefits you will benefit me and in the end of the day like it's all i think it'll all end up coming back around but even if it didn't like i'm i'm still excited for the guy like he he puts out some good content and when i watch his stuff i'm like okay i got a few more things i can add to the to the repertoire and, and learn from and and i and building those relationships really also really keep you going like for me he him and i both said like we're in a kind of a rut right now and we're like we I wish we could like shoot with people. Like for me, I, I got Dobo. So he's like two hours away from me. So I just, I just got to find time to we meet up together and, and shoot some stuff. And I, I got to do this in the past week, which was awesome for the first time since the, the virus. But, but it's, it's stuff like that, you know, like Kyle's like, yeah, he's in a rut, but it's, it's those time like get, it gets really exciting when you get to go with other people and other creators and, and do your craft together. That's one of the reasons why I love camera camp so much because you get to go out there and, with a bunch of people and everybody's there for the exact same reason as you. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's motivating in and of itself just to be around other people. So I think uh, finding some people to build into you, but also don't forget to build into other people because 
you know, that's, that's, that's pay a huge it forward, part of it. Yeah. Right. Pay it forward. Yeah. And that, that was a little bit of a spoiler for you guys because Kyle Watts who shoots amazing videos, dude makes great videos. You need to go look him up because he is scheduled to be next week's guest. So little plug Ooh. there for next week. Kyle's awesome. Um, so what I've taken away from talking to you, Paul is get started, right? I preach that all the time, right? Just get started. Don't be afraid. You're the only way you're going to get better is through action, right? And the only way you're going to learn is by doing so pick up your camera, start shooting just like Paul did. You're going to see all these opportunities open up themselves to you. You're going to make a lot of great connections and friendships, and there will be people to support you along the way. And that in itself, right? It's all about the journey and it's, you've, you've been having a great journey and it's not over yet, man. So, um, I really appreciate your time coming on the show and getting to catch up with you. You've been so supportive over the last year. It's been great Dude, to get it's to finally, know It's you. great to finally like kind of talk to you in face ish, you know, like, I, and not just I feel like on we've only Twitter. chatted through Twitter. So this, <laughs> is, this is great. Yeah, man. It, it's been, it's been really great. Um, I hope all you listeners have really uh, taken away how, how you need to just get started and the benefits that come with it. Just like Paul and the benefits he's seen. Well, Paul, if people want to check out your channel, follow along on your journey, where's the best place for them or places uh, for them to uh, follow uh, I mean, I uh, post obviously on youtube.com slash Paul Feinberg. Um, and then um, I just, I'm on Twitter and I've been trying to do some like behind the scenes stuff on the Instagram stories, but those are the, those are the, the three main places. And uh, if you go to paulfeinberg.com, you can, see all the links to all that stuff too. Awesome, man. Well, that'll all be linked down in the show notes or in the description of the video if you're watching on YouTube. Paul, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks, dude. Well, I think I just cut Paul off. Sorry, bud. Anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the Hive Podcast with Paul Feinberg, producer Paul. He really is a great guy, and I think it just goes to show you the relationships and the friendships you can build by pursuing your passion. Get out there, start creating, don't give up, and don't forget why you started because you love shooting stuff with cameras recording podcasts whatever that creative outlet is that you want to do don't forget why you got started all right guys well that's it for the show i appreciate you guys listening and watching each and every week as always if you're watching hit that like button i do appreciate it if you're listening in the apple podcast player or spotify don't forget to follow the podcast in apple you can give it a rating too five stars i really do appreciate it and if you want to buy me a coffee or support my sparkling water habit, uh, my buy me a coffee page will be linked down in the description of the video and in the show notes. Till then, guys, I will see you guys next week. <laughs>